Hey, what's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity, or being overweight, or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network. Guess who's back? <laughs> Shady's back. It's such a stupid song. <laughs> it's good. Jenny's back. You come up with something else. Jenny's back. So we're gonna um, we're gonna chat about dairy, and it's a controversial topic, especially with parents. Um, I know I always get that go to hell look when we start talking about dairy. Um, We'll talk a little bit on our personal experience with it. We'll talk about what kind of got me off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed my overall well-being has improved when I got rid of dairy. Yes, sir. Okay, so. now I love this topic. Right now, somebody's cringing. It is freaking edgy. So <laughs> one of my certifications, one of my uh, nutrition certs, I remember talking to um, one of the professors that I had, and I was like, hey, a lot of this, you know, where do you guys stand on dairy? And she had said that's like a taboo topic. They mm-hmm. they all know that there's some right and wrong boundaries, but I think it was too controversial to even bring up. Um, think about how powerful that even uh, the dairy lobby is. I mean, oh, it's yeah. it's huge. Yep. So uh, the the one thing I heard, and this was back in my discovery days, when you think about what is milk and the mammary secretions of a lactating bovine. It, every time you say that, it makes me a little bit sick to my Secretion. stomach. So they got to keep the, the cows pregnant so they can keep producing. Exactly. Um, and without even getting into the kind of like the ethical ways dairy farmers work today, mm-hmm. which is a whole, it's right up there with chicken farming. I mean, we've talked in the past about how I, I kind of look at, I've grown up a lot, you know, just matured. I'll say matured. I, do, I don't take for granted the, the um, our food sources mm-hmm. and the honor that, um, how do I say this? We don't respect it enough. Right. Right. So I, I do believe that, you know, animals, plants, you know, all our entire food chain, it exists. We coexist with it mm-hmm. and there we're all part of the same earth. We're all going to go back to the same dust and how we treat each other as humans and how we treat our surroundings as well. And I'm not an eco freak. You know, I, th- I think that for humans to survive, you know, we have to expand. And I think, that there's all that stuff there, but for our populations to be fed, mm-hmm. we have to produce more food and to produce more food. It's been turned into a business where we're cruel and inhumane to things. Right. So yeah, dairy farming is up there. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that you, you, you know, you lock an animal in by its head yeah. for the majority of its life while it's rigged up to a milking device while being kept pregnant or hormone induced pregnancies and, mm-hmm. um, or to, to mimic and emulate pregnancy. I mean, right. Um, it starts to become a real freaking grind. Yeah. And I've always been of the opinion, and of course it's my own, that you, it takes a, um, I'm going to say a special person to treat an animal badly. And I think the same can be applied to 
if you don't care at all, like if you don't care that an animal is mistreated, it's like, just give me my milk. It's like, well, you might want to take a peek into that. God put us uh, as rulers over our domains here, mm-hmm. right? He's like, hey, everything that walks and crawls, it's under your, um, what's the word? Um, there's a better word for it. Um, stewardship. Mm-hmm. Stewardship and ownership are two different things. Stewardship right. means you take care of something. And um, it's disgusting the way we do things, right? So I always like to say, when I say Mary's creatures of a lactating bovine, I want people to realize this is what you're doing. Yes. And outside of mother's milk, I want. I hope that this conversation kind of puts some thought in your head mm-hmm. that you don't need this thing. And right. it doesn't mean that uh, dairy production needs to disappear. It doesn't mean that um, you can't enjoy the cool things in life. I'm saying that we have made... Well, I should say the industry has made milk such a prominent presence in our nutrition that we're led to believe that the only way to be healthy, especially for upbringing Mm -hmm. kids, is to guzzle gallons and gallons of milk down them. Exactly. And um, it's just not the case. No. And I think one of the important things is, is that you should, the milk and stuff that our parents grew up on, and especially like our grandparents and great grandparents, is very different than today. I mean, it wasn't the the milkman delivering in the, you know, glass jugs now. I mean, that, it's intriguing if you are an actual milk drinker, sometimes spend a little bit of extra money and number one, all the labels that are on the cartons, make sure that you actually understand what all of them means. So if it says that it's, you know, organic and this, that, make sure you understand those labels. And if milk costs $9 versus one, just look at the label of it and then buy one of each Pour them in a glass, look at them, and try them, and you'll see a massive difference. I don't even know how much. How much does a gallon of milk go for these days? I have no idea. We haven't bought milk in a uh, long time. Okay, so it's like, all right, so, so this, uh, what I'm seeing here is like somewhere between 3 and $4 a gallon. Yep. It, organic. Sorry, organic is up there in the $4 range. Regular mm-hmm. dairy's down to 3 yep. So <clears throat> in the mid-'90s, um, I don't think we were together yet. This was long before I think mm-hmm. you and I started um, – Getting together. Yes. Um, in the mid '90s, I was in high school. That's right. <laughs> I was just out of high school, a little bit. Um, so, I had pretty bad allergy problems. So, I'm from Pennsylvania, and I've been living in Virginia for a long time at that point. And I just kept taking more and more over-the-counter drugs. And I finally started going to the doctor and just saying, "My sinuses are horrible. The headaches are there. You know, the the seasonal crap. I can't keep up with it." And it was another powerhouse supplement that was. Um, uh, allergy med that was given to me. And f- that's right around the time I started really deep diving into, um, eating right for your blood type. Mm-hmm. And it was real cutting edge at the time. Uh, oh crap. What the heck was that guy's name? Um, I'll think of it in a second, but the eat right for your blood type, it was based on one doctor and his son that did all kinds of research over the, the years of their practice. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Holy crap, we're starting to see some, um, close proximity to blood type and uh, people's food intolerances. And at the time, stuff like the mediator release tests that we do pretty often, um, that stuff wasn't around. So we didn't really know at the cellular level, how was food behaving with certain people? Yeah. All right. You got it there? Yes. Uh, Peter, it's Dr. Peter. Is it Dia? D'Amato. Yeah. D'Amato. There we go. So the eat right for your type. It was pretty great. It suggested, you know, O is the oldest blood type. They're more the carnivores, more the uh, meat eaters. A was more agrarian. That's where you end up with more of the farmers. Mm-hmm. And you had people eating more produce and eating off the land. 
<clears throat> and then there was um, B and then AB, I think. So as we humans have evolved, the blood types have changed and our cellular connection to what we're supposed to eat has changed as well. Yeah. So it's, it's a great book. It's a, it's a great read. I think and it's also a great start if you're completely lost on, yes, you know it, your blood type and you're lost on even what to do with that information. There's contradictions all over the place. So I'm not selling that anymore. I used to be like, I used to give clients like my copy and be like, <laughs> go home and read this, you know, and it was, it worked. But the problem was there was a lot of overlap because mm -hmm. you're never, you're never a pure A, right. you know, your mom and dad, then their genes created you. So you're still carrying traits of everything above you. And it, we've learned quickly that it wasn't bulletproof. Right. But in that book is the first time uh, something was suggested to me, you probably shouldn't be drinking dairy based on your cellular makeup, based yeah. on your DNA. Um, and I gave up dairy. Mm -hmm. and, and within two weeks, allergies were gone, headaches were gone. I wasn't struggling and suffering from the um, seasonal stuff anymore. And I was yes. like, there's no way. Because no doctor had ever mentioned dumping dairy to me. Um, and I had friends that were also A's and we chatted about it and we kind of put the challenge up hey try to give up dairy and sure as shit it was working with multiple people and i was like there's something here yeah. and i usually cut out all the crap because like i said i didn't swallow a lot of the hippie stuff you know it's like don't give me the woof well that's part of growing and experiences mm -hmm. that you mature and i started seeing more and more that and the more that i read dairy is not necessary mm -hmm. it's enjoyable everything that we love has got fat in it and has dairy in it. i mean cakes, pies, cookies. I mean, dairy's all in it. Um, but I had to learn to l create a new lifestyle without dairy. Right. And then any time that I had dairy in my life, it would be special occasion stuff. Yep. Even M&Ms jacked me up. And I know they do. we were just talking about this. Um, my sinus is a plug up. Yes. Immediately. Immediately. And you, um, now you struggle with dairy. Yes. So, so mine's very different. So, um, we are not a big dairy household anyway, so I think mm -hmm. to actually come in here and ever find it, like there's literally, oh my gosh, maybe four times a year, there might be some cheese. Um, and cheese is something that I have no problem processing at all. Mm -hmm. But straight up milk, there are a ton of whey proteins that I can't tolerate. Milk chocolate is one that, you know, I could probably have, I probably could eat like, probably up to like 20 M&Ms, but anything over that, there's definitely some issues. Mm -hmm. You know, the cakes and the stuff, it's the icing and stuff that yep. sometimes just aggravates me a little bit. But where I did not have issues, you also did not mention snoring. Oh, yeah. So dairy with you would be snoring. I didn't have those issues. What I had was a stomach bloat, which I would call my three-month pregnant belly. <laughs> Milk baby. And it would be, yes, and... I wasn't even joking about it. It was that for any of you who have been pregnant or been around somebody pregnant, um, that first three months, it's like, oh my gosh, have, you know, have I gained weight or is, is there right. a baby or what's going on? But it was not only this distended stomach, I would have such bad stomach pains that it would, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. So it was like, should I lay on my stomach and try to get that pain to go away? So it wasn't just looking at, you know, me from the side going, is she pregnant? Yeah. It was severe pain. And until I would go to the bathroom, which would be days later, that would last. So it's misery. Well, so milk is, dairy is very pro-inflammatory. 
And when you start um, introducing stuff into the system, so from your mouth, your nose, your esophagus, all the way out to the exit, mm -hmm. the, the mucous membrane, and it's the first thing that's actually formed when you're a baby right. is, the, is just the pipe, right? From your mouth <laughs> to the exit. Everything's created at once. And what's <laughs> funny pipe. is it if you look at that as an organism, it's connected, yeah. right? So when you eat something that is irritant to the uh, mucous membrane, mm -hmm. it runs all the way through. So mm -hmm. your entire intestinal tract, and then if you've got a slow digestion system, then it stays in the digestive tract longer, which means it gets even pissed longer. Yeah. You eat something and swallow it and you've got that little bit of exposure during the you know the chewing phase and the swallowing phase you're going to have an immediate pushback but as soon as it's kind of out of the way and it dies down quickly yes but when it's in the digestive tract it hangs out in there it can be if you got a slow digestion up to 72 hours which Absolutely. now your entire gut is inflamed when it's inflamed it draws in more water mm -hmm. um, it slows down the digestion of everything else that's coming in after it and it it's a real freaking problem um and we talked on a couple shows ago that, you know, some of the caveats, and this is where I said, hey, whey or dairy in general. So allergies, let me back up. So my mind's all over. One of the best definitions I heard of an allergy, when a doctor says you have an allergy, it's another word for I don't know. <laughs> oh, you have an allergy to that, which means I have no idea why you're doing that, right? right? So when you have... a uh, immune response to something it's when your ige responds it's your immunoglobulin mm -hmm. that responds by your it kicks up a defense system mm -hmm. and in your body it can be sneezing swelling um, mucous membranes it can be gas bloating i mean all those things um but when you start to see things and in in my mind is really jumping we talked the other day so what i was getting at is the other day we talked about whey protein and mm -hmm. that is a byproduct of dairy exactly so when we talk about dairy is evil there's pieces of dairy yep. that can be higher filtered. There's no uh, lactose in them. There's no sugar, mm -hmm. the um, dairy sugar in them. And, you know, that's usually where the immune response comes from, the IgE response. So straight cheddar cheese is going to have a different response than isolate whey yes. in some people because they're different filtered, different processed. Um, we have kids. We know kids in our lives and our family and even um, friends that have got skin problems, yep. hair problems, you know, there's behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. There's all these things are indicative of something in the nutrition. Mm -hmm. And when I hear that a parent is still pounding dairy in the house constantly, it's like, Hey, you know, take that one thing out. And the parents are so ingrained because we grew up in the eighties. What was the, what was the marketing magic of dairy? Oh gosh. Milk does a body good or. And strong teeth, healthy bones. Yeah. And you know, and forever ingrained in every parent's mind is vitamin D, yep. healthy teeth, strong bones. And eventually the dairy industry was sued and they weren't allowed to say that anymore because they couldn't prove it. Right. Um, even the calcium in dairy is nowhere near the optimal digestive version of calcium yep. that benefits the body. Um, the vitamin D, they have to dump it in there. So mm -hmm. there's, they, they fortify things with vitamin D. So they put more in it knowing that what comes out of the gate isn't good enough. So they have to fortify it with things. Right. You can get more vitamin D and more calcium from different sources without giving your kid acne and greasy hair and bad skin and behavioral problems. Mm -hmm. So just from a child standpoint, breast milk, get a baby fat, grow them up, you know, get them healthy, then get them on regular food. Unless you need to fatten up your already overweight child, you don't need dairy in the house. That's the kind of where we get controversial and no one wants to, to hear about it. But right. I think some of the biggest things, it's not just uh, weight, but over the years, some of what I've heard is even in adults, 
that were sent, talking about their skin. And my suggestion is usually, why don't you remove dairy and see what happens? And their skin clears up. So it's, it's not always about a weight or what are you putting in your body for your weight. Mm-hmm. But it isn't just teenagers who are suffering with skin issues and stuff. It's adults as well. And it's a pretty cool thing to just say, why don't you take this out of your diet for one week and see how you feel? Or for kids, um, for parents, like, who doesn't love a bowl of cereal? Mm. But, you know, if you can't afford a, a really, really well-sourced milk, or you'd like to try to wean your child off of it because, you know, something that we're talking about is resonating, we have a lot of friends where we say, you know, just start incorporating, as long as they don't have a nut allergy, start incorporating something else that can go in their cereal. So do half milk, half almond milk or something different Mm -hmm. and just slowly do that switch over into something that your child is probably not going to know you did in the long run and they're just going to feel better. We're talking and adults as well. We're talking they're so young. They won't pay attention. I mean, if they see you pouring the two in there, they're going to freak out like, you know, most kids do. And they always push, they push back when there's change and mom and dad need to hold the line and then you enforce the change. I don't like change either. We had some great friends that, um, they were clients at first, but they became really great friends and they made the switch in their house and it benefited everybody better yes. because when there's dairy in the house, it's not just the kids that are eating it. We all know it. Exactly. Um, you talked about suspending for a week. I always, I'm a deeper cut kind of a guy. I'm like, give it a month. Mm-hmm. The elimination approach, if you suspect something, give it a month, go back. Your body will tell you immediately when something's not right. Yep. I say a week knowing that they're all going to feel much better and then never bring They'll it keep, back. Yeah. So the gen- and then it doesn't have to go, what do you mean 30 days? Yeah. <laughs> you're better on the psychology. And I'm more of like bring a sledgehammer in and burn your house down. Yeah. Um, it's let me save you the pain of the mistakes I've made. Mm-hmm. Just do this, you know, give it 30 days and then, you know, I'll buy you lunch if it doesn't work kind yeah. of a thing. And same thing with like, like we never, you say it, but I'm never one that's like take everything, you know, <laughs> and sledgehammer it out. But even things like we brought up M&Ms, like, you can just give your your child or yourself less and then start to maybe incorporate, if you're a chocolate freak. That's the better approach. Maybe start to go, you know what, you can have 10 M&Ms and you can have a square of dark chocolate. You know, and you just slowly start to make even the transition in your own life. And there are, another thing that I hear a lot is dark chocolate's disgusting, it's horrible. Well, there's so many types out there. Mm, I love it. Yeah, so start to test kind of different ones. Yes, it is more expensive, but if ultimately, you know, you're living a more optimal life and you're still enjoying that sweet, mm. go for it. Like, why not? I was always, um, I'm a freak and I'm extreme in a lot of things <laughs> that I do. And yes, you are. if my whole thing was I would get those little tiny dark chocolate squares and mm-hmm. I, I freeze everything. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I'm not don't know if we've talked about that before, but anything that's sweet that's or other show. T- tempting in my house, I freeze it. Yep. <laughs> and I, I like eating it frozen. It's yep. freaky. But I would have one tiny dark chocolate square yep. in the freezer and I would just that with like a cup of coffee or yep. something. That's my fix. Mm-hmm. And I would chew it slow or eat it slow. Now, the difference is if I went to, um, there's health benefits associated with dark chocolate. There really isn't with milk chocolate, right? right. Milk, of course, tastes better. <laughs> and it's better in cookies and everything it's else. That. Yeah, but um, you know, it's it's time to make grown-up choices, right? Mm-hmm. And it's time to start throwing down. So, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so um, 
like with dairy in all forms, I would say for myself, it's like if you constantly have stomach bloat, why don't you try giving it up? Yep. If you've got skin that won't clear up, why don't you try giving it up? If it's not something that you actually have been ordered by a doctor, a nutritionist, and everything else that you need to incorporate in your diet, see what life would be like without it. And another thing to consider, if you're holding on to a couple extra pounds, is the cheese worth it? What if you give that up and all of a sudden, that body that you've been pursuing for 20 years, you've got just... Just for giving up cheese. Cheese will freaking crush you. Yes. Forget the whole dairy argument. You're, it, it's, it's just a consideration. It's nine grams of fat for an ounce. I, I know. mean, you're not even getting enough to enjoy. If I'm going to eat cheese, I want the block. Exactly. I don't want a freaking, you know, one one inch by one inch square. That's not going to get it done. Exactly. And if you're anywhere near, anywhere, anywhere close to a cheese fan like I am, you know damn well you could eat 200 grams of fat in a sitting. Completely. I mean, you could destroy it. Um, okay. So real quick, let's regroup. So... One, you got the moral, ethical, you know, conflict with the way they treat animals that are supposed to be, that keep us alive. Um, Two, um, there's been a lot of studies and they're talking, oh, the hormones don't really transcend into the product and bullshit. You know, you're pumping something full of um, hormones and then you're pumping them full of antibiotics because they're getting infections on the milking equipment. Yes. And Sure, some are, some aren't, but you know, you don't know. You're not mm-hmm. running tests, so let's just assume the worst. You want to be safe, assume the worst and things. Yep. Be su- pleasantly surprised when it's not, but yep. just go like, you know, I can't tell. Um, so one, then you know that the product being created isn't awesome. Mm-hmm. And unless you know a, a, a farmer's market, small farm, they're yep. producing stuff raw, you're getting raw milk, then you're good to go. You better believe it. Even goat's milk, because my blood type, my IgE tests said goat milk I was good with. And I freaking tried it for a while. You know, you oh, can, I tried it too. You can buy it in a store. I mean, it costs more, obviously, but you're not going to have all that garbage and crap following you behind. You know, yep. they're not hooking goats up to milk machines, I don't think. Yep. Not to the systemic um, condition that cows are in. Um, eliminate and then evaluate. So yep. get something out of your diet, give it a month. If you've got a kid that's kicking, screaming, whining, blowing up, Jenny, great idea, just doing a half and half and cutting mm-hmm. it. You know, just put a little bit in. The problem with low-fat milk, at least almond milk, and we had a fitness professional, another nutrition guy. This dude poo-pooed almond milk, said it was a joke, you know, scam, what are you doing? You know, it was it was a complete uh, counter-argument to getting rid of dairy and making people feel stupid for going the almond yeah. milk route. And the reason we go almond milk is because water on my cereal sucks. Right. You know, so I just need... It's like lubrication for my cereal. Are you going to have a cookie and water? Dude. Or a cookie and orange juice? Now, almond milk and coffee, it's ugly. It turns it gray. I mean, that's not what it's for. But if you've got a kid and they're struggling, almond milk is white. It's not, doesn't look like low fat milk where it looks gray and blue. It's Mm -hmm. disgusting. You can totally fool them. Just blame it on the cereal. You know, put a little bit more stevia on it so it's sweet enough that they don't pay attention. Um, Once you've eliminated and you evaluate it, keep in mind that. Certain blood tests will tell you which dairy sources you're yes. better with. Like, I'm great with cheddar cheese. I'm horrible with blue cheese. You're horrible actually, with every other cheese. It broke it down. Cheddar cheese, I can eat all day. I have no, no allergic response. My, the um, uh, mucous membrane doesn't flare up. I don't snore. I don't have headaches. And I don't have problems breathing. Yep. But if I eat something not on my list, boom. Now, there's also, if I want a piece of cake or I want a little bit of ice cream, 
I will do it yep. knowing the consequences. Yep. And that's where it becomes special occasion. Yep. And you're very much that way. You, you're able to, Absolutely. you're able to segment out. You're like, shit, I want, if it's your birthday, you're going to eat ice cream. Um, if my mom made the dessert, I'm eating it. <laughs> Dude. Let's just say that. She's the devil <laughs> uh, with her dessert tray. Um, Julie's the same way. She's she's the devil with her. Oh, you named her. Tree. You're gonna be in trouble now. Uh, well, there's multiple Julies <laughs> <laughs> in my life. All right. So hopefully this gives you guys um, something to think on. Um, Jenny's approach is more likely the one that's going to work best. Yeah. Um, usually when I start working with a client, it's because there's extreme circumstances and they need immediate change right away. Yep. I give them extreme response. Absolutely. Um, I'm all about tapering it out, but I want you to feel better now. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm broadsword. Yep. So if I can, I'd like two call to actions. Number one, Ooh. if any of you know of a, you know, cow farm that is local to where you live, share it. And Promote I want you it, to yeah. share it. And, but you have to know that the animals are humanely treated and you have to have purchased from them yourself. So not just like I heard of this one, you know, up the street, but just um, somebody that you you know the owners, you know what they do, and you know how they treat their animals. Maybe you've even visited, which would be incredible. And the other thing is, if you have any of the issues we talked about, try try to eliminate for a week. If you don't see a change, maybe add another day, maybe add another week. And then let us know if something has been bothering you that's cleared up, yep. or you were stuck at the scale of a certain weight, and you took some of this stuff out, and you saw some positive changes. If you really understood it, when you, if you've got kids that are having um, complexion problems, really start looking into the, even this, even if it's mock science, even if it's not super deep conclusive, you don't want your kids struggling with, you know, complexion issues in high school, get them off dairy. Okay. All right, guys. Um, super fun topic. Yep. Um, please let us know what you did. Jenny's action items are pretty, pretty easy. Um, and always, thank you for sharing and promoting. And uh, we love you guys. Yep. And see you on the next one. All right. Later. Bye.